Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Maker podcast. It's me, your host, Anastasia. And today I'm talking about the rejections, how they affect our life, and if it really means that you are not good enough or smart enough or attractive enough when you are rejected. Let's start. Rejection. Familiar word, right? When was the last time you were rejected? Personally, me, a week ago. And I must say that was pretty painful. What if we dive a bit into our emotions and feelings? What do you usually feel in those situations? Sadness? Anxiety? Then it could grow even into depression, I guess. Anger, which later can contribute to aggression. Does rejection make an effect on our physical state? Sure. Poor sleep quality, weakening of the immune system, low social connection, and so on and so on. Wow. So much harm just from one word no. Isn't it weird? It seems that it has its own superpower to destroy our plans, dreams, life. Nevertheless, guess what I'm going to tell you? I taught myself how to change it and transfer that power into something positive, helpful, and worthy. Talking about my last rejection, I must confess that on the first day, I was feeling so angry and considered that decision was totally unfair towards me. How dare they? It must be a joke. So these were the thoughts in my head. Well, here is the story. Get comfortable, because I have to start with a short introduction part. I am the third child in a middle-class family. I'm the youngest kiddo in my family, and when I say the youngest, let's clarify. The age difference between me and my siblings is 12 and 14 years. Yeah, huge. My parents always worked hard, trying to give all of us the best. But life is life. So I don't think that I should to explain. I guess uh, a lot of people understand this and, and, and feel it also. So as I said, life is life. And sometimes it could be pretty harsh. I learned how to earn money by myself from from very young age. How you might be interested? Well, I did what I could the best studying. Yeah, that's funny, but I could do this perfectly. Well, my mom was always very strict, and she's still very strict, but now it doesn't work. I don't know, because of my character now, or because of uh, my personality, or because of just my age, but now it doesn't work. (laughs) And she's sometimes uh, quite uh, angry, a little bit sad that it doesn't work, but... It is what it is. And as I said, my mom was always very strict and demanding when the conversation turned to my study. Now, being a grown-up, I'm totally grateful to my mom for making me study so diligently. This definitely paid off. 1000%. But I would like to say next as well. My mom did one mistake. She never tried to explain properly why I should study. 
why I should study so hard. Her words were something like, um, "You have to get the highest grades," or "Look at that bo- boy," or "Look at that girl." They can do it, so you can as well. What's the problem? Or my favorite one. Come on, listen. You will thank me later for this. Well, mom, you were right. Yes, I say enormous thank you. But it would be better if you explained to me that by studying well, I would become a professional and the best version of myself. But at that moment, that period of time, yeah, my school years were full of anger, stress, and constant fights with my mother, because I was thinking that she wanted just to show everyone around how smart, responsible, and creative daughter she had. Uh, here is my advice from my own experience, and I would say if you struggle with a similar issue, talk to your parent or child. Sit together, explain properly and calmly what is bothering you, and I just believe that a good conversation is a real lifesaver. Coming back to the point when I started making money, um, I even. Uh, called my mom and asked her for sure if uh, it was at uh, if it was at that moment. But yeah, she said definitely. So since seventh grade, I was awarded a monthly scholarship from the city mayor as a distinguished student. I used to get that scholarship for the next four, four yes, four years because we have eleven grades at school. And I moved after to a big city uh, after my graduation, and uh, I, as I mentioned, Odessa. It's in the south of Ukraine, and soon realized I have to find a part-time job. I still remember my very first students and the money I was paid for the lessons with them. For that year, I guess that was pretty normal pay f- for my um, lessons. But uh, yeah, definitely, uh, I mm, underestimate myself a little bit because I could um, ask more because I was pretty cool teacher for all students. I could and I still can get along with anyone. I mean, um, I don't know, it's just uh, many people, um, some people, let's be, let's be honest, uh, some people who um, got a chance to, pres- to be present uh, on my lessons, uh, uh, some teachers and colleagues, uh, they say that it's just my energy that uh, attracts uh, all the students and uh, I can easily get along with almost everyone. Sometimes, of course, I I meet some students that uh, um, we can't be uh, like teachers, uh, teacher and student slash friends. It's it's life. It's normal. It's it could be. So I don't think that it's a huge trouble or says something um, that uh, something that I'm unworthy or uh, I can't manage with anything. So that's it. My official career as an interpreter firstly, and only after 
after three years as a teacher started when I turned 19. But I had a bunch of unrecorded jobs, unofficial jobs, and they started long before that. One thing that remains constant, I always invest in my education. So I did it at school. I remember uh, that monthly scholarship I used to pay uh, for all books that I wanted. I was uh, um, obsessed with uh, different in encyclopedias. And uh, uh, for that moment, yeah, I've, I got my uh, computer on my 13th birthday. Yes, my parents uh, gifted uh, it. And, uh, uh, but still, oh my God, I don't remember uh, really about uh, internet when I got internet, uh, but I guess it was uh, the same year, but still uh, I was obsessed always with books. I am a real bookworm. So it's uh, ask anyone what is the best gift for me and uh, everyone who is close to me, they will answer definitely book, a book, a book and a book. I was buying a lot of different uh, uh, books and uh, encyclopedias, vocabularies, because I was learning two foreign languages, English and German. And uh, I wanted to speak fluently, of course. So I was trying always uh, to uh, make uh, investments uh, in my own education. And uh, after, during my study um, at the university, I also continued to do the same, uh, different uh, conferences, different uh, competitions. I remember I was uh, scared till my third year, I think, till yeah some sort like on the first and second year of my university study I wasn't uh, uh, pretty confident and comfortable uh, given uh, public speech and that was my um, weakness definitely and uh, uh, I was really scared even to try doing something to improve it and then uh, my new friend asked me if I would like to go on a conference, but uh, it wasn't conference as uh, uh, we figured it out. So that was like a, um, like workshop masterclass for public speech. I was terrified by the idea that I would do any practical activities. And the moment we finally came there and saw the program, I was ready to escape, literally. But here I want to say how grateful I am now to my friend Nata for support. Nata, if you are listening to me, my girl, thank you very much for that forcing me for that time. Thanks a lot. Well, your girl did the practical part and even took part in the shooting of promo video about that event. Can you imagine this? I was so proud of myself. After that workshop, I realized how I love public speaking. Don't get me wrong, I'm still nervous every time before the speech. But I have one secret technique that makes a miracle every single time. And in just 20 seconds of uh, being brave, I start the conversation, I start the speech, 
20 seconds I am feeling myself uncomfortable and uh, sometimes even embarrassed because uh, it depends also how many people are in front of me uh, 10 20 or 200 yes I gave a speech for 200 people in front of me and it was once but still that was so terrifying moment but as I mentioned 20 seconds of being brave and then I just I didn't pay attention that there were a lot of people, literally. Well, coming back to the point uh, um, that I always invest in my education. Last year, I decided how important for me is coming back to my home country and be one of those people who will rebuild it and help it to flourish as never before. This is the reason why I want to get a master's degree once again but now abroad. I applied for MA in Education and Educational Leadership in six universities in the UK. How many offers did I get? What do you think? It's still, to be honest, a pinch me moment. Six out of six. But, oh, how much I love this bot thing. <laughs> I didn't get the fully funded scholarship, which means that your host isn't going to the UK this September to study. You know already my first emotions and feelings when I got that rejection. I went through different stages of accepting this fact and I was angry and even said some bad words in their address aloud which I do quite, quite rarely, trust me. I just don't like using them. So the next day I was sad, I guess, and thought something like, this is the end. In two days, I caught myself a few times thinking, oh, this was like the best moment, best uh, in, in its opposite, not the best, it was the worst moment, trust me. Because I was thinking, uh, I'm not smart enough for them to choose me. On Friday, I got the last offer from the university. I was not expecting to accept me. Let's be honest, it's not Oxford or Cambridge, no. But this university is in the list of the 10 most prestigious universities in the United Kingdom. I When I applied... Uh, I remember I recorded the video that I applied and finger crossed I said to myself and I hope that uh, they uh, they will send me some email maybe saying that I did at least good job. My chance to get the place there was very low but because of my work, diligence, insistence, um, I did manage to get it and as I mentioned, it still pinched me moment because uh, I got this uh, email from them on the thirty first of May, on the thirty first of March, and when I opened it, I cried. I was crying for maybe ten minutes. I I opened it. I read it. I tried to reread it once again. And then I opened uh, my application on the website on the portal. And I saw that uh, uh, 
this is true that they accepted me, I was shocked. I didn't even uh, want to call anyone or to text anyone to say that, oh, can you imagine? I was um, thinking that, uh, you know, I just wanted to spend some time with myself and just um, realize finally 100% uh, that, look, I did it. I did manage to get it because of my work. That very moment, I believed in myself even more. And I finished the sentence. I have gotten my head a few days in a row. Remember, I told you that firstly, I said, this is the end. So now it sounds like this is the end of this part of my story. And this is the beginning of the new one. For last couple of years, I am my own motivator and the most loyal supporter. That wasn't uh, like that uh, all the time in my life, but uh, yeah, I taught myself how to be best friend to myself and, as I mentioned, the most loyal supporter because uh, I want to have myself. So I, I have myself. And that's why I have to be that person that supports, motivates and uh, inspires the most. And then you might be curious about what made me question my own words after that rejection if I am my own motivator and uh, the most loyal supporter and everything that I said before. So why then I was thinking that I'm not worth enough? The root of this issue comes uh, from one conversation with my family member almost five years ago. And just can you imagine that happened five years ago and still sometimes uh, make effect on me. When I decided to quit my job uh, at the university and I got the offer to teach English in a private kindergarten, at that moment I needed it so much and this warm and kind space surrounded by the most sincere humans in the world, kids. And unfortunately, not everyone in my family was as eager as I was. And during that conversation, I heard next. This is ridiculous to spend so much money on your education and after doing so a miserable job. You could just go and work as a janitor or something like that. I understand now why you decided to quit your previous job. You are just not smart enough for them. Probably your current job is your maximum. Period. I was walking to my new workplace, crying and absorbing every single word from one of the most important people in my life. To make this long story short, I needed a few years in therapy to get rid of that toxic mindset. I still remember that quote. I still remember uh, those words like word in word as it was said. But now it doesn't hurt. I proved myself it.
they experience that one person can see as something miserable, I see as a benefit, a lesson, a chance to overcome some challenges. That year at the kindergarten was full of the warmest moments that will be saved in my heart forever. And that conversation was another proof of how different we are. Even if we are from one family, we are so different. A narrow-minded person with the mindset that only deans, principals and directors have prestigious jobs and me, a person who believes that every profession is essential in our world and we can make the world better only in the cooperation with each other. Well, um, sometimes, yes, I recall the words and sometimes uh, uh, they ring in my head and I think maybe it was true or maybe it is still true but then I just try to remember that well let's see you did this and this and that and a lot of other things and come on girl it's not true and you know it so deep in your heart you know it for sure for 1000% definitely I I was a little bit sad Ah, come on, not a little bit. I was really sad and uh, I was then I was angry. But uh, if talking about uh, now, I, I will start with segments. Uh, so the first question that I usually have to answer, what inspired me this week? My student, my student inspired me. He shared the story as he was rejected previously, uh, just a few days before the lesson. He told that first thought uh, he uh, he had that it would be the worst day uh, in the life. But then uh, that happened that the day was so good and he spent time perfectly uh, and the situation uh, in the end uh, was even better than he was expecting and uh, after i just i was sitting and i said you know you just made me realize uh, that i was wrong the whole week i was thinking about this rejection and i was so overwhelmed uh, and and concentrated on trying to figuring out uh, like what should I do next and then after just listening to to him to the story I realized well I know exactly what I want to do I have plan B and I have had it before uh, I was rejected uh, because I always prepare plan B and sometimes even play C and D <laughs> uh, this is my nature but uh, uh, at the moment I got the email uh, from scholarship committee that I was rejected. I forgot that I had that plan B and that it's really cool and uh, it's full of different opportunities and uh, yes, I'm not going to study my MA uh, this September, but uh, I will go and uh, do it next year, next September. 
So uh, why my student inspired me? He inspired me to think that this plan B is full of so many positive aspects that now I, I want to start it as soon as possible. Um, well, I decided that uh, uh, if scholarship uh, isn't given to me, I want to earn uh, money for uh, my study by myself. So next year I will spend uh, the whole year working. I still don't know in what country because now I'm just only applying for jobs. I'm looking for uh, jobs and uh, unfortunately I can't stay and uh, work in my home country this year because uh, um, because of uh, different uh, situations uh, it's uh, impossible to save that sum of money that I need for my education for one year I I should uh, again I will finish my volunteering program in June or July and then I will come back to Ukraine. I will spend uh, maybe a month in total in Ukraine uh, visiting my uh, family and friends. They all are waiting for me and uh, I am super excited to see them again because I've missed so much and then I have to live uh, somewhere in other country, somewhere abroad, and to work for one year to earn money. You know, I just uh, realized that this opportunity to work uh, one year abroad, it's not only about uh, working and earning money and saving them, but it's also about meeting new people expanding my network and learning new maybe learning new language and uh, of course definitely um, getting to know something new about culture of the country where i will work and that's cool this plan b is also full of so many positive things that uh, will make my life even happier i'm really excited rejections do not define your worth rejections do not mean that you are weak to achieve something rejections should not stop you from achieving your goals and making your dreams come true make every rejection every no work for you take that no um, set yourself on fire and transfer every piece of energy into yes. This is just the reality that everyone hears more no's in the life than yeses. But it is also everyone's choice how to react on that no. Um, I prefer to not be scared of failure. And I prefer to not regret about giving up. And I definitely prefer not to get that job that seemed to be okay because i was scared to try once again after rejection on that awesome one i prefer to not take no for an answer and i prefer not to be terrified of the possibility of getting yes answer because i decided to give up or quit i prefer to get a few good no's
forgetting the best yes. I prefer to regret of something after I tried it than because of the fear to try getting it once more. I have seen the video one day and I remember one phrase that is so powerful. It says, I love a good no, tell me that good no, because it's like adding the fuel to a fire. It always works for me. After rejection, I have this fire inside me that yells, literally yells, do not stop, challenge yourself and get what you want. Get what you want because you deserve it. Get what you want because you are worthy. Get what you want because this is important for you. Get what you want because you want it. Well, coming back to the segments, I say that I am proud of never giving up till the moment I get what I want. Next week, I definitely want to think less negatively about the situation in general and think more about other upcoming benefits I will get from my plan B. And finishing today's episode, I leave you with this quote. Rejection is the universe's way of letting you know that you are better than what you just died to settle for. If you are hearing these last sentences, you have listened to my new episode all the way to the end. And for that, I am grateful from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed it. And if so, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share this episode. Also, feel free to let me know what topics you would like to see covered in upcoming episodes. And you can leave a message on podcasts Instagram. If you haven't found it yet, it's the Selfmaker podcast. Or on Spotify, there is a new feature. I will add it definitely. It's like Q&A. So you can uh, just answer the question and uh, leave your ideas there. Love you and see you next week for a new episode.